Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, Bretton. Hi, Matt. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm feeling bad. Do you feel bad yourself or do you want to talk about agents behaving badly? Let's do that one. That's more fun. That is more fun. Uh, yeah. So we've seen a lot of things from a lot of people over the years. And as we were doing one of our other podcasts uh, a couple weeks ago, where we were talking about uh, saying goodbye to Felicia, uh, some of our clients listened to that episode and brought up uh, another property. And, and I had completely forgotten about this other property because it was one that uh, these clients were in contract in and it didn't work out. Uh, and then they went on to buy something else that was even more memorable. Um, and so had just totally forgotten about it, but it was uh, an epic agent behaving badly situation. And clients behaving badly. Yeah, everyone. Well, not our clients. They were or awesome. Us. Or us. Exactly. Uh, and it, it was a, it was a single family house and we've actually, uh, we've mentioned this house before. I think we mentioned it, uh, in the episode about open houses and it really, uh, the open house should have told us everything we needed to know. And this was back in 2011. Um, so this was back when there were, uh, short sales and bank approval. And I actually remember the first time I heard about a short sale and it was probably like 2006. Um, it was before they were the thing. And uh, someone at Zephyr had one and it was in Glen Park. And she's like, it's a short sale. And I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. I want to do one of those one day. No, you didn't. Exactly. So, um, you know, our clients went to this house when it was open on a, a Sunday open house. And when it went through, uh, there was no one there. The, the listening agent uh, couldn't be bothered to host his own open house or even find someone to host it for him. Uh, so they just opened the door and left. And, uh, that's service for you. That's service for you. So we go into contract and it is a short sale. And because it's a short sale, it requires the lender's approval because the lender, the existing lender is going to be coming up short. Uh, the seller cannot pay off the proceeds. Uh, doesn't have enough to pay off the entire loan that they've taken out on the property. So the lender is going to be short because the lender is going to be short they have to sign off on it. And that was never an easy process. Yeah. Short sale is such an oxymoron. There was nothing short about them. Um, and we go into contract and the paperwork we get back from the listing agent is the short sale agreement for the listing paperwork. And if I'm vaguely recalling this correctly, which I'm probably not, you know, I thought that for some reason it was like the, the short sale had been approved or the approval wasn't in process and, you know, here's proof of it. And the proof of it was not proof of it. It was um, exactly what we didn't need. And so, you know, days go by, I'm not on the loan. And if you're not on the loan, you can't speak to the bank about the loan. So the listing agent's not calling me back. The seller seems to have fallen off the face of the planet We've gone into contract. Um, you know, our deposit's been accepted. It's, it's at the title company and that's it. And we're just waiting for that when without that addendum, the short sale addendum, nothing can happen. Not a zero. And nobody has any knowledge of anything. It's just like the listing agent has gone AWOL. 
And so days go by, our client actually ends up like writing a letter to the sellers. Like, you know, we're trying to do everything we can. Can, can you give us some help? I mean, we're like reaching out to real estate attorneys, like, you know, this is everything we've done and we're trying to do like, can, can someone do something? And we never, ever, ever heard again from the listing agent. Yeah. And, um, because after a while it was just kind of like, let's stop beating the dead horse and cancel the cancel based on the seller's refusal to uh, provide the the short sale paperwork. And you yeah. know what we did get from the seller eventually, though, what they came by and they actually dropped off the cancellation paperwork because they couldn't even get their agent to return that to us. Um, yeah, awesome. So our clients were completely bummed at the time because this just seemed like the perfect house. It was the neighborhood they were looking for. It was a great size. There was upside potential. The price was right. And then this happened and they were very sad. Yeah. I mean, but it's if, if for them to have gotten an attorney to go after the sellers to sell the property, it would have cost a fortune. And these people were short selling their house. It's not like, I mean, they, what are you going to do? Right. I yeah. mean, you can't make somebody sell you their house and you, you can't make a, a bank approve a, a short sale. So they were bummed, but we, we kept looking and they actually found something that was so much more fabulous. I love their house. Right? And oh, that kitchen remodel they did. Over. Yes. Amazing. It's gorgeous. And I love their house while we were looking at it because it too, um, I don't think it was a short sale. I think it might've just been an REO or a foreclosure or a trust sale, but there was something. It might've been an REO. I'm pretty sure it was an REO. It was definitely in, um, shall we say foreclosure shape? Yeah. Whew. Uh, and a, a, if I'm recalling correctly, the one they ended up buying had the writing in the closet. This house is haunted. This house is haunted, which it's not, but we're still not sure <laughs> who wrote that. The ghostesses. So, you know, the, the story there isn't just, you know, telling a story about an agent behaving badly, but often when you're in search and in this process... Uh, you know, you find the place that you think is it and you make the offer and you fall in love and you're trying to make it work. And for whatever reason, it doesn't. Um, and you never know how it ends until it all ends. And, you know, this wasn't the house. It wasn't the right place for them. Uh, they found something that was way better, way bigger. Actually, I think, you know, in terms of like price per square foot, they did way better. So and I think where they ended up is a better location too. Yes. They like to call it shivering heights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of my favorite favorite names for this this area, um, you know. But you know, you, you don't know when you're in search, and also, you know, it's uh, when you're buying other things, you have a complete selection to choose from at any given time. Like if I want to go buy a, a new MacBook, like I can go see all of the other MacBooks I could choose from. But real estate doesn't work that way, right? You know, my alternatives will vary based on the time of year, you know, so right. it's not like, you know, you've got the, the same options and there's this, so that is kind of, I think this level of uncertainty. Um, but the point there being, you know, it's not over till it's over. And, you know, in the end, usually it all works out. Usually does. And I hope we never ever have to do short sales again, because there was nothing short about them. You remember the one over... And no, actually, I don't, because that was the other fun part of getting ready for this episode is realizing everything we forget. Yeah. Because <laughs> our, our clients, um, after they listened to the podcast, were like, hey, do you remember blah, blah, blah. And then it started to come back to us. And we were like, oh, sort of. And then we started going back and looking at the old file. We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
lot. That's yeah. why we canceled that. Now, I was thinking of the short sale in Bernal Heights that took, what, almost a year? I can't remember if it was almost a year or just over a year. But it's funny, right? I mean, it's Bernal Heights, one of the hottest neighborhoods, you know, on the planet for the last couple of years. And yet there was a time and not so distant past where it took a year to sell a single family house in Bernal. Well, it didn't take that long to sell it. It took that long to get the sale approved. And to keep the buyer in contract waiting. They were phenomenal <laughs> people. Love them. They still are. And they did such a cute job with that house. They did. I mean, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a wee house. It was not a very large house to start with. Um, and so every time it's a small house, it seems like the word cute comes into play. But really, they did. Totally cute. Totally cute. And they're still there. Yeah. So that... Uh, that's Bernal. That is Bernal. So, uh, yeah, they got they got a single family in Bernal for what four, four and change, four sixty nine seventy five, something like that. Yeah, everyone who's listening and shopping in Bernal right now probably didn't want to hear that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prices are too high. This thing will never be worth more than five hundred thousand dollars. And there you have it. And the dogs are punctuating today. Boom! That's the end of that episode. <laughs> Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco Realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Wow.